Are you searching for what's next in your nursing career but feeling stuck? Are you wondering how to create something meaningful and full of possibility? Let's talk nurse innovation and trailblazing right here on episode 153 of The Nurse Keith Show. Well, hello and welcome to The Nurse Keith Show. I am really grateful that you're listening, whether it's your first time tuning in or you've been hanging out with me for months or years. Thanks for being part of the growing Nurse Keith Nation. This podcast is all about you and your nursing career. And as always, I'm here to share education, inspiration, and ideas that can get you moving in a positive and inspired direction. Remember that I'm a member of the Pulse Media Network of podcasters over at PulseMediaNetwork.com. Please head over there to check out the other shows in the network. And if you want to see the show notes for this episode, you can follow along at NurseKeith.com forward slash episode 153. That's NurseKeith.com forward slash the word episode 153. Anyway, I'm thrilled you're here to hang out with me, so let's jump into the studio and dig into today's topic. Back on Monday, April 2nd, 2018, I published a blog post entitled Nurse Innovators and Trailblazers, An Embarrassment of Riches, and an embarrassment of riches it is. And I decided to write this blog post and then record this particular episode of the Nurse Keith Show because I was speaking with a nurse career coaching client over on the West Coast, and she is this very thoughtful, intelligent very forward-thinking nurse who has incredible levels of savvy and inspiration. And she was looking for a way, she is looking for a way forward in her career, like many of you probably are. And I've previously discussed here on the show and on the blog that if you look at it in its entirety, the sky is the limit in terms of what you can do. That's the embarrassment of riches. However, like I say in the blog post as well, nursing schools and often many of your nursing colleagues and even your families and friends will lead you to believe that the only way you can actually be a real nurse and have a real career is to work at the bedside in acute care. Those of you who are in this corner with me will realize that no, you don't have to work in acute care to be a real nurse. You don't even have to be a clinician to be a real nurse. Look at me. I haven't been a clinician now for about 18 or 20 months. I still feel like a nurse. I still have that identity and I'm still doing work to benefit the profession. So it's really up to you to define what it means to be a nurse and it's up to you to be able to see the possibilities. So when I speak with nurses who are a little confused about what their vision is, what their personal mission may be, and they feel stuck in terms of that old school way of thinking, that old paradigm that keeps them limited within those hospital walls, then we need to break open those walls and we need to carve a window so that they can see that there are other pastures out there. There is greener grass on the other side and they can mine their career for whatever the vision they happen to have and whatever potential they would like to fulfill in themselves. 
So when we allow ourselves to think freely, when we allow ourselves to see the bigger picture and not feel limited by other people's limiting beliefs, I have seen that light bulb go off. I've seen the epiphany that can open nurses' eyes to their potential and the things they might be able to do in their career. And this particular client who inspired this blog post and podcast episode in the first place, she needed in my view, a push in order to see that there are nurses out there who've carved varied niches for themselves and they didn't just need to pick from the low-hanging fruit. They could go for whatever it is they wanted, even if it wasn't down a well-worn path. So in the blog post that I have already mentioned that will be linked in the show notes at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 153, the first person I mentioned is the first person I'm going to talk about now here on this episode, and he is Tim Raderstorf. He is the chief innovation officer in residence at the Ohio State University Innovation Studio. There'll be a link to him and to OSU's Innovation Studio in the show notes as well. Tim has spoken at the National Nurses and Business Association Conference several times. I've been able to sit with him and talk. I've heard him speak. I've heard him present. And he was also on RNFM radio being interviewed about this innovative program at OSU back in 2017. I will have a link to that RNFM radio interview as well for you to get to know Tim more. So the Innovation Studio helps nurses and non-nurses bring products to the marketplace, helps people learn how to fabricate new products, to test them out, to create new ways of thinking, new ways of doing things. So physical products that can actually be produced. They also help with all sorts of other initiatives that people are thinking about in innovative ways and OSU is really the place for nurses to learn about innovation, and I definitely recommend you look into it if you have any interest at all. Tim is definitely the person to talk to if you have ideas, if you have a way that you see, let's say, acute care could be easier. There's this particular task that you know could be done better, and you, having bedside experience, know that there's a way to actually create something that would make that task easier. Tim knows how to make that happen. And another person who has made that happen is my friend and colleague, Wayne Nix. He created the RNvention website and the Multi-Nix tool. Now, the Multi-Nix tool is a tool named after him and his wife, and it is this tool that has, I think, 24 or 26 different uses at the bedside. So if you need to bleed an IV line, if you need to have a wrench on hand to open a particular type of valve, uh, if you need to pop the top off of a particularly difficult piece of medication or chemo that you have to hang or something. It has all of those different tools. Think of it as kind of like a Swiss army knife for the bedside nurse. And they are bringing that tool to the market. It is pretty amazing. And I have to say, if I worked at the bedside like Wayne actually does, I would want to have a multi-nix tool in my scrub pockets right now today. So you might want to check it out. And speaking of 
RN inventors, my friend Sarah Mott over at Nurseborn Products, and again, there'll be links to all of these websites in the show notes. She was and is a bedside nurse who realized that carrying a stethoscope around her neck irritated her neck, was causing some of her colleagues a little bit of pain up there in the cervical area, and she wanted a way to carry a stethoscope safely that wasn't just in a pocket, where if she bent over, it would fall out of the pocket. So she created and fabricated the Koala Clip stethoscope holder. So here was another bedside nurse who saw a problem, created a product that solved that problem, and then decided to create nurse-born products to help other nurses create physical products that they wanted to bring to the marketplace. So aside from people who are creating products, and that's a pretty cool thing, but not all of us are geared in that direction. I know we've probably all had an idea like, wow, if I had such and such a type of thing in my hand, this particular task would be so much easier. We've all probably had that light bulb go off, but it takes a certain special type of person to actually go out there and make it happen. It's not an easy thing to do. However, there are lots of other nurses out there in the world coloring outside the lines. Some of them I've talked about here on the show before. Some of them I've written about on Digital Doorway or talked about on RNFM Radio. And the particular client who inspired this podcast episode and the accompanying blog post, she inspired me to share with her links to some of these nurse innovators so that she could see what they were doing and understand that the sky is the limit for what she can accomplish. Now, I'm going to talk about several of these innovators now. Some will be familiar to you and some will not. The first one is my friend Renee Thompson, who I actually featured in episode 152 of the Nurse Keith Show. She is arguably the national expert on bullying and incivility in nursing. She has turned that into a consulting practice. She's turned it into a very remunerative speaking practice where she speaks at conferences all over the country. She's actually spoken internationally. I know she's been to Dubai and several other countries. So as a writer, as an author, as a social media influencer, Renee brings her expertise to the table. And at the same time, I will tell you, she still works on the floor. So here is Renee, a floor nurse with a DNP, mind you, who goes out there and does this very groundbreaking work to benefit not only nurses, but patients and entire healthcare systems. And she still works at the bedside a number of days a month because she wants to keep her hand in the game and understand what nurses are going through, what you are going through on a daily basis. So definitely check out Renee Thompson. Now, Sharon Weinstein is another friend and colleague of mine. She's a certified speaking professional and a nurse, and she is these days really a nursing thought leader and a writer on leadership and empowerment. And like Renee, she's a popular nurse speaker. 
And she writes books, she speaks at conferences, she travels around the country speaking to nurses and has created an incredible platform for herself. And I've seen her speak a number of times. She's an amazing person and another nurse who is doing something outside the box out in the world, but also very tuned in to what nurses are really experiencing on the ground. Now, speaking of nurses understanding what other nurses like you are experiencing on the ground. My friend and colleague, and I would say mentor, is Donna Cardillo. A lot of you probably got to know Donna Cardillo over on nurse.com when she was the advice nurse for nurses on career issues for about 15 years. She is always and has been and will be known as the inspiration nurse. And she's a humorist. She's hilarious if you've ever seen her speak on stage. And she has created products and books and leads retreats and workshops for nurses, especially workshops to help nurses de-stress and figure out how to get their lives back in balance again. If you haven't been to DonnaCardillo.com, I would recommend doing that. She has a new book out, which is actually for anyone, not just nurses. It's called Falling Together. It's about those times in life when things aren't going quite so right and you need to figure out how to live the best life you can with what you've been dealt. And she also has some incredible books for nurses and their careers. And finally... My friend and colleague, Michelle Podlesny, she's the president of the National Nurses and Business Association. And I've mentioned Michelle here on the show before. She has transformed the NNBA into an amazing organization. And I hope some of you might be joining me at the NNBA conference in Las Vegas this year, October 12th to 14th. It's going to be really incredible. I will be there for sure. Now, Michelle has been a nurse officer in the Navy, so she really knows nursing inside and out. She's worked in corporate America, and now she's back working with nurses in terms of entrepreneurship. So you can see that there are nurses out there doing some incredible work, some of whom have a hand in the clinical space still, and some like me who stepped away from the bedside and clinical work to do other things. What I'm trying to convey here to you, you the listener, and also my client who inspired this podcast and the blog post in the first place this past week, is that you deserve a seat at the table at any table where you choose to be seated, whether it is a table where you're talking to people about new ways to onboard nurses at your hospital, whether it's looking at quality improvement, quality assurance, performance improvement, any types of those statistics or measurements we use to evaluate how we're doing and how we could do better. Some of the people out there who are doing these things didn't see a way to do what they wanted to do. So they just basically created the path for themselves. And what I try to help nurses do when nurses work with me is to see the possibilities, to see the skills and expertise and knowledge and education and life experience that they bring to the table and help them to evaluate and dig deep into what it is they actually want in their life and career and how they can create it for themselves. So if you're feeling pigeonholed, if you're feeling like 
there's just not anywhere for you. I want you to understand that one, there are nurses out there doing some incredible work that's completely non-clinically related, and you might be able to find a place in that world yourself. There are also innovators and trailblazers within the clinical space. We have nurse theorists. We have people who rise to leadership and find new ways to lead nurses into the 21st century. You just need to find the avenue for yourself. You need to talk to people doing things that interest you. You need to do the research. You need to dig deep and go forward and create something that doesn't have you feeling pigeonholed, that doesn't feel have you feeling hampered by the limitations that have been imposed by other people upon your career. So when we feel like we're boxed in, when we feel like we've been shoved into a corner, it's up to us to have the personal agency to manifest a unique vision. And that can be frightening, especially in a profession like nursing, where we feel limited, we feel hemmed in by the stereotypes and the stigmas that have been imposed on our profession from the outside, but also from the inside itself. So these nurses I've been talking about during this episode, they weren't, like I said in the blog post, handed their success on a silver platter, and plenty of them probably heard stuff that wasn't quite encouraging along the way. Donna Cardillo tells some incredible stories of ways in which she just kind of forced her way in the door, and when she was asked if she could do a certain thing, she just immediately said yes, even though she had no idea what they were talking about. Her stories are really illustrative of the way that she's just kind of pushed her way into the places she wanted to be and made a place for herself. That takes a lot of guts. That takes a lot of gumption, a lot of chutzpah to go out in the world and say, this is who I am. This is what I want to do. This is what I bring to the table. Bring me on because I can make it happen. So if you have a vision for a future and maybe it's a little bit outside the mainstream, you're in really good company. And if you have a vision for a future that isn't really outside the mainstream, but you need to figure out how to get there, you're also in good company. This is why, and I will tell you, there are people out there doing incredible work. There are people out there willing to talk to you about what it is that you actually want to do. There are people out there willing to sit and chat with you about why you can't figure out what it is that you want. And sometimes we need to actually see the things we don't want to do in order to get to the thing that we want. When nurses complain to me about the fact that they need to go on these informational interviews that I push them to do, or I encourage them to do research and talk to people on LinkedIn and dig deep into a certain specialty, and then they say, well, what if I realize I don't want to do that thing? And what I tell them is, sometimes figuring out what you don't want to do is as important as figuring out what you do want. Because once you realize, yeah, quality assurance and quality improvement, mm, not for me. So if you spend an hour talking to someone in QA or shadowing someone who works in quality improvement, that hour could be very well spent if you realize early on, before you invest any time and money and resources and blood, sweat, and tears in that specialty, if you realize after an hour that it's not the thing for you, you check it off the list and you move on to the next thing. 
So here's what I recommend for you. If you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling like you're in a place where you're not sure what's next, one thing is you can talk to me. So definitely get in touch with me. The next thing, get on LinkedIn, create yourself a profile or make your profile stronger if it isn't strong, and then use the search function, I can teach you how to do that, to reach out to people doing things that you find interesting or fascinating. Reach out to enough people, put enough lines in the water so that you get a few positive responses, and start talking with people. Start picking people's brains and finding out why they like what they do, what their day is like, what their lifestyle is like, how much they earn, if they'll share that with you, and how that particular area of specialty or whatever it is they happen to do, how does it feed them and how does it, let's say, annoy them? How does it not fulfill them? That can help you start to create a vision of what's going to work for you and what isn't. And only by talking to other people and doing your research and your due diligence can you get to that next place. This is what I don't want you to do. I don't want you to go on a website for a university or college and say, yep, that's the master's degree I want, and jump in and put all your eggs in that basket before you do your research. I hear from too many people who say, you know, I got an MSN in healthcare administration and you know what? Doesn't float my boat at all. Or I hear from someone who says, you know, I'm in an NP program to become a family nurse practitioner. I never realized what the life of an FMP was like. This is the last thing I want to do. I don't want you to get to that place. I want you to do your due diligence so that when you enter that FNP program, you have done enough to know that you're entering it with eyes wide open. You know what you've signed up for. Sometimes, like someone like Tim Raidersdorf or Wayne Nix, we may not know what we've signed up for until we jump in with feet first, right into the fire, skipping the frying pan. That is true. So there are calculated risks we take in life, and sometimes they work out and sometimes they don't. That is very true. However, for most of you out there, for you listening right now, I recommend not taking those humongous risks that are going to cost you time and money. And like I said, blood, sweat, and tears, do the work on the ground in advance so that when you get to the place of making a commitment, you pretty much know what you're getting yourself into. Some of you may say, well, Keith, I thought I knew what I was getting into into nursing school, but you know what? <laughs> it was a lot worse. It was a lot harder than I ever imagined. And I will say in response, yes, that's true. But if you need my help to figure out how to take that next step, how to dig a little bit deeper and do your due diligence, let me know. We can hop on the phone or Skype or FaceTime, have a chat, and set you on course for doing the research you need so that you can figure out how to innovate, how to trailblaze for yourself. Because remember, like I said at the top of the hour, it's an embarrassment of riches out there in terms of the amazing stuff people are doing and the things that you could do. However, you need to make sure that you understand what's at stake, that you know what it's going to take to do what you want to do, and then operationalize it, make it happen on the ground so that you can create the career that you want.
So there you have it, folks. That's a little diatribe from Nurse Keith, despite this virus that is dogging my lungs and my throat. You can probably hear it in my voice right now, but I wanted to be here with you this week and had to get an episode out. I hope you feel uplifted and empowered from this episode. I want you to take inspired action every day in the interest of your professional satisfaction and the development of your nursing career. So please remember, make note that I'm on Facebook Live every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern. Join me. We had a great conversation last week, every Wednesday. And if you miss the conversations because you're working or not available or you're not using Facebook that morning, head on over to Nurse Keith Coaching on Facebook. You can listen in and watch those videos. They're all archived right on Facebook. And did you know that you could become a patron of the Nurse Keith Show? That's right. You can join Wendy and Scott and Bradley and Christine and many others who are patrons of the Nurse Keith Show. They give a tiny bit each month in return for some great premiums and gifts and gratitude that I send them in response. Just head over to patreon.com forward slash Nurse Keith to read all about it. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash Nurse Keith to become a patron of the Nurse Keith Show. The Nurse Keith Show is edited and produced by Tim Hollowell and his team at thepodcastinggroup.com. Social media and promotion are handled by Mark Cappiespeason. I am eternally grateful to Mark and Tim for their ongoing help. Sign up for my newsletter over at nursekeith.com. And remember that if you leave a rating and review over on iTunes and Apple Podcasts, man, that helps me so much get this podcast out to other people. And you know what? Karen the Great left the following review on March 12, 2018 on iTunes. She said, I love this podcast. Very helpful information. And Keith is such a delight to listen to. This podcast discusses the career side of the nursing profession, all about success for new nurses, nursing students, nurses achieving higher degrees, preventing burnout, job interviews, how to achieve our overall goals throughout our nursing careers, etc. Lots of great and relevant content that keeps me listening. Thank you for this podcast. And she gave me five stars. Karen the Great, thank you so much for that review. I cannot thank you enough. That is so kind. And I will say that also Blue02SS said, it's been a pleasant surprise to have come across this podcast. Nurse Keith is truly an expert and helps other nurses with inspiration and motivation. My wife is a nurse and I've been listening with her. Thumbs up. Five stars from Blue02SS as well. So thank you to those two new reviewers over on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. I appreciate it so much. And folks, I want you to stay positive, care for yourself and others, take inspired action in the interest of your career, and tune in again as we explore how to make your nursing career more satisfying and inspired than you ever imagined, whether I have a URI or not be here with me and I'll be here with you. So be well, dig deep, stay curious, create success, seek joy, and remember, keep in touch. This is Nurse Keith signing off from beautiful Santa Fe, New Mexico. See you on the other side. Adios. Adios.